Hello, world. Welcome to Good Conversation. I'm your good girlfriend, Latoya. And I am your good girlfriend, Shay. And we are back by the skin of our chin. Or was it the hair of my chinny chin chin? Mm-hmm. I'm Coochie back. hairs, all kinds of things. Not coochie hair. I was <laughs> keep it a little. We we make it at least eight seconds before we just right off the Sorry. I don't think that was off the rails. No, I'm That's just coochie's a strong word. I mean, it ain't pussy, but coochie. Okay. Cooter cat. Cooter cat. That Cooter, doesn't Cooter even, cat? that doesn't sound natural for me. Well, no, I don't think your people would say cootie cat. Yeah. I think that's some really like southern shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't feel very authentic. I feel you. Hmm. Well, uh let, let me just do the music one because it's gonna be very quick. Okay. Nothing I was interested in came out last week. Um Kid Cudi released his album Insano though. Mm-hmm. that's all I got mm. I found myself revisiting albums and songs from like 20 freaking 10 it felt like so I actually like randomly put on Mel- uh, Melanie Fiona's first album nice called The Bridge um, and let me tell you the, the way your brain could just be like I remember all these fucking words she was doing her good singing and writing over there. Yeah, I will say her second album is probably more more to my liking because I kind of feel like we got duped with her like first big single was um and it kills me mm-hmm. that song was on that first album but the she had it was like a very um pop but like I want to say like maybe 60s swing it was like swing music in my, in in my opinion. On that first album mm-hmm. where it was just like, you know, that second album, though, that shit, the, the MF Life. Oh, yeah, that's that's not that's an album. That's my shit. Melanie Fiona. Mm. You know, good for her. Man. She's married with children now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely doing the mom thing. Yeah, and like holistic wellness or just like, mm-hmm. you know, finding your inner self. Mm-hmm. Good for mm-hmm. her. Good for her. Anyway, how are you, friend? You good? I am good. It snowed all weekend. Last week, and the, the weather was just, like, not it for me. Um, thank God I didn't have to go outside. <laughs> Lucky you. I came in before the snow, and I didn't go back outside until Saturday. <laughs> before the snow on Monday, I didn't go back outside until Saturday. So I didn't have to deal with it but even on saturday i still felt it was still kind of nasty out still more so just like icy and right and just it was it's so cold i'm like it's it's really winter out there that's what really got me um it snowed it snowed we got two bouts of snow last week yeah two like not massive dumps but like i felt like significant enough to like interrupt yeah i had things to do on friday and Uh i literally did none of those things i just sat on my couch and played fucking hogwarts legacy for like six hours which was ridiculous that Uh game has so much shit to do just shit to do Every time you think your fucking quest list is nothing, it's like everybody's like, bitch, come on down over here. I need help. I'm like, who the fuck else working this bitch? Then they have you in these goddamn caves and it's these goddamn spiders in there. Girl, I had to put that shit on arachno- arachnophobia mode. I was like, I-, I can't look at this. 
Because you know I got that. You were off on Friday. I'm sorry. We had the day off. Yeah, because it snowed. Oh, I actually work from home. Ew. (laughs) Listen, let me tell you. Because first of all, I took Friday off, so I wasn't going to work Friday either way. So when it snowed and it was like, oh, college clothes, I was like, didn't fucking matter to me anyway. I never was set up with, with like any VPN access and none of that okay. shit. So some student email, some student had the nerve to email me to my, can we meet today or tomorrow? This is Friday. So you think I'm tomorrow meeting Saturday. I said, girl, no. Y'all don't respect like th- I have I have big beef with like feeling like I'm on your time schedule. Like just just people have an identified like schedule in their head and they automatically think that because they're only available on like Tuesday at 10 p.m. and Saturday at fucking two o'clock, I'm supposed to then be like, yeah, that totally works for me. No. The answer is no. The answer is that we're all just just playing fucking this goddamn game has just made me realize that this world is so big and vast and a lot of mm-hmm. us are on our own individual side quests. You know, you are not the main character. I am not just the, 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 the damn, you know, next side quest over, over on this part of the map just standing there waiting for your ass to be ready to do. That's not mm-hmm. how this works. I said, girl, mm-hmm. the college is closed. You are lucky you're getting an email from me right now. Because today, the day that we're recording is Monday, mm-hmm. and it also happens to be the last day for ad drop for the college. And I'm like, oh, tough okay. titty said to Kitty, you got to figure this shit out by Monday. Either connect with somebody else who's going to be on campus on Monday, take your ass to campus and meet with somebody in person, or figure, or here's the steps to do this shit yourself. It's not rocket science. Figure it the fuck out. I'm like, they, they need you to, to add and drop? No, you, it's just, it's one of those students you just kind of pick up as a stray. They just walk into your office one day mm-hmm. and they're like, and then they just contact you for every little whim or whatever it oh, may be. Okay. So it's it's supposed to be like, okay, now we're three days into the semester and they're like, oh, I didn't pick classes. Can you help me? Like, you lucky this is a business we're fucking running and we need asses in classes. So I, I technically, my job there is not tied by institutional money. My shit is paid mm-hmm. out of a grant. So my money's there regardless if it's asses in classes or mm-hmm. not. But, you know, but that's the general concept. Colleges are businesses at the end of the fucking day. They are branded businesses. And my job is to make sure that there are asses in those classes in order to make sure we still keep the likes on around this motherfucking place. But, but still, the whole, you know, you, you I'm going to work on a Saturday. Um, I'm going to drop everything I'm fucking doing to meet with you no. on a Friday where I don't even, I don't got no, like, you know, as far as you know, I live in a box. I ain't got no internet. Yeah, no. Like, get out of my, fu- like, here are your options. Well, I talked to this person. Well, that's because they're willing to work from their couch today. I am it's not. Crazy. Crazy. No. What the fuck? I said, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, why would you even take your ass off your couch that day to be like, oh, I'm going to. Girl, they ain't got shit to do with me. I work in counseling. I don't not know faculty advisor. I am a counselor. Don't fuck mm-hmm. with me on my day off. Because either way, mm-hmm. I'm off. Just because, like, and maybe that's my issue. Just because you have access to me, like, you have that kind of access to me, like, sending me an email, like, on a Friday night or on a snow day or whatever. Like, that don't mean that I got to respond. Exactly. 
Because um, if so the college yeah. is closed, we're closed. I'm not obligated to talk to you or wh whatever. You know what? Again, I am in that weird in between where in -between. I'm just like, where is the next job? Where's the next job? <laughs> It's been I am think I've been thinking and we had a com we had a good I thought Saturday was good. We had a friend's day on Saturday. We did. Um and we talked about like time and all that other kind of stuff. And like I was just it feels like like you just got there, you know, even though it's been over a year since you've been at your current place yeah. of employment and so it time is just like a whirlwind and maybe like covid like fucked up my sense of time mm. because it doesn't feel like those years were real years like night like 20 21 even 22 like 22 to me was still big trash like it, it was yeah yeah <laughs> like those weren't real like years and I be thinking about people's like colleges experience and like people's like high school experience. Like y'all just y'all just were like in a time warp. Like how? Uh, listen, there's what a, did people do back then? There are millions <laughs> of people who missed a significant portion of their formidable years. However, you want to define that. Mm -hmm. Anybody that was mm -hmm. between the ages of like fucking two and twenty two were fucked yeah. during those three years because I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, we got to figure this shit out. Nobody's really working or getting it out. And teachers are trying to teach online, but they can't wake your kid up and put them on a computer. Mm -hmm. Every time I mention the word online or remote courses, when I'm scheduling courses with a kid that's like between the ages of like nowadays, probably like, like walking through the door 17 to about 23, they're like, hell no. I hate it. COVID. It's like trauma. they got fucking trauma <laughs> in their bones about fucking oh COVID God. and taking classes online. They don't want to do it. It's it's a trigger for Ooh, them. I'm like, oh baby, that's okay. We have on campus classes. And the worst part of it is, is that it the people who are teaching these classes, right? And this is just from a higher ed perspective, because that's all I fucking know mm -hmm. in my industry, right? The professors who are tenured and stuff like that are more apt to, they, they would love to teach nothing but online classes. You might- Yeah, I was about to say, I'm sure they probably would rather be online. Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of our tenured professors on campus are like, mm -hmm. I'll teach this class online. And we're like, well, the students want it on campus. Well, I can only teach it at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday and Thursday. No, I'm good and goddamn right. well. <laughs> Ain't nobody giving it that. Ain't nobody going to be in that fucking <laughs> class. So it, it's just it's just weird how things oh, have just shifted. I would have felt like things, I, I, I feel like kids would have been more, not kids, but like young adults would have been more like comfortable doing things virtually and online and that kind of thing. I mean, you still, you do get some who are like, no, I would rather be online, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But I would say the vast majority are like, no, I want to be on campus for my classes. Mm -hmm. I need to be in a classroom. I don't have the discipline to mm. take an online class and i'm like i always tell people when I they come to my office it's like you know yourself best as a student i'm my mm -hmm. job is just to tell you what the fuck you need to take and here are the offerings and i'll click these buttons on your behalf that's all mm -hmm. like don't be looking for like don't 
just how I tell people, don't dictate my day. I will not dictate your life. You are going to make these mm-hmm. decisions at the end of the day. Ugh. But yeah, sorry for about, that. I think about when I was in college and how, like, even, I don't even think, like, there was, like, a ton of online options undergrad. Now that I think about it, I felt like all of the grad, like, there were more online offerings in the graduate level. But even then, it was, like, two, yeah. two classes, if hybrid, you know, like. You yeah, like, you're going to meet every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it was back then, it was more like you know trying to like last see if you see if you like it, you know, kind of thing. Whereas these kids are coming into it knowing that it just ain't gonna be for them, right? Like I think of all my undergrad experience, I took one class that was like a hybrid course because it was yeah, a science like with a lab. So I had mm-hmm. to show up for lab and it was like, mm-hmm. you know, I was taking bullshit science. Mm-hmm. It was like animal <laughs> behavior or some bullshit. Like I had a, I had a rat. I had to teach how to like go through a maze or something like that. So I had to show up and like do things with my mouse, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. teach you how to do some shit. But all my like work was done through Blackboard, which I was used to because we use Blackboard yeah. for every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And even on a grad level, similar to you, like, I think I, like, looking, like, I would, I got my degree, my grad degree in 2019, I graduated. Mm -hmm. So from 2016 to 2019, I was on that campus taking those courses after work. Mm -hmm. Like, I was in class from, like, 5 to, like, 10 o'clock, two classes, twice. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't. Every time I think about it. I I want to throw up. It's like, what? I will never. I mean, I got the itch a couple weeks ago, but still, like, I I feel like like, that's also typical as us as black women, where it's like, I can get another degree. I could get another one. Like, I'm halfway done the MBA. (laughs) I'm over here looking like at my next job, being like, well, what y'all got over there that I could do? And what's the discount looking like? Because that's a big Mm -hmm. factor. And low key, if things align the way they align, if I decide to either get a second master's or just like fucking, I'm gonna get this fucking doctorate degree, I will be at the third RU in my higher ed career. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might as well. Why not? Why not? Because for the for the robes alone, I wanted to go to Rutgers to get the doctoral thing because it's red and black with the soft black hat. I don't want that fucking brown and piss green bullshit from Rowan. Is it piss green? Or piss brown or piss yellow, whatever the it's fuck. Yellow, it's like a, it's like a, it's yellow. Yeah, it's like more of like a puke. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think about just like I cannot. I mean, I'm sure it's easier. It's easier to get a degree today than I guess it was back then. And I also, I, I went to Rutgers, so they have programs for working fucking people who you know be at the house and be at the job and you know all that kind of stuff so there's options but even I feel like even back then which it not to say it was like a long ass time ago but even like 10 years ago it still was like a big deal to be like okay you know you need a good balance you know like and I always felt like I had that discipline for online learning. I felt like I did better because I just don't want to be around y'all. But the stupid, the discussion question, the incorporation of the discussion questions is really where my like beef is. Oh my that God. I don't like. I don't like that. 
you I'd rather to, just be in the class having you have to respond to the prompt and then respond to two classmates by Sunday night. And what pissed me off, because first of all, in my grad program, this wasn't an online class. It was just all mm -hmm. of our work was due on Blackboard. But this mm -hmm. particular professor, and the worst part of it is, is that she was the department chair. One, one, she was the department mm. chair. And two, she used her own fucking research in the class. So you couldn't fucking bullshit. The lady literally wrote it, okay? Yeah. Which, fuck you. Well, that's smart. That's, that's really shit. smart. I was like, you, you fucking bitch, right? <laughs> so what happened with our online discussions, because it was a regular in-person class, but the way she would have us submit assignments, she would make sure that we read the fucking material, the book, the fucking articles, the this, the that, because you would have to summarize the entire fucking chapter. And these ain't, these ain't no picture books, bitch. This is like 40 pages of fucking reading. So you would have to summarize the chapter that should they, be they mad long and they'd be that acting was, like yeah you can no. do it it's not wrong that it was, should take no. like a that day was, that was step one you had to summarize the chapter then you had to synthesize said material that you just read with a modern what the fuck ever either an article you find online that relates to a key issue in the chapter or you could be, get a little fancy and use some shit a video yada 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 and then and then you would have to make sure you cited every goddamn thing and then you would have to go in and respond to two classmates right I remember I remember the first time I walked into that class after we had our first assignment because the professor was on some shit. She would like she would wait until right before the class started to grade everybody's blackboard assignments. You would get a, a certain number out of 10. 10 was the most points you would get. Everybody's like, oh, she's graded. I got notification. They're like, oh, I got a five. I got a six. I got a seven. They go, Latoya, what'd you get? I got a nine. I got a 10. They're like, what, what the fuck did you do to get a 10? So then these niggas, because it was consistent, I was getting 10s on this shit. Nines well, and yeah, that's your fault. Exactly. But these motherfuckers, then they started to know when the fuck I did my homework. Because they're like, oh, we have to wait until Saturday around 12 o'clock. That's when usually Latoya submits. Because I Saturday morning, I clean up the fucking apartment. Yeah, I'm going to do what you did. And I'm going to go ahead and, and go ahead and get my work done. So then, and then that's when all the shit come pouring the fuck in. Everybody got their goddamn shit done. And then Sundays, we'd all respond to each other. I said, uh, Dr. Walpole, don't you see a pattern here? These That's what happens in online classes. There's one overachiever. I wasn't overachieving. I was doing realize, the work. You realize, okay, that's what the professor wants. And you just follow up on that bitch. It's always one. You just happen to be the one. Listen. That lady taught about four different classes I had to take in that grad program. I couldn't escape it. I knew the standard of work that she wanted. But you fucking bite. And it didn't end then. So at this point in life, now I'm sorry, we're in this pocket now, guys. I'm, at this point in life, I'm probably about 27, 28 going through grad school. And all these fucking teeny boppers that I, I call them kids because they had literally just graduated like the semester before. So I'm in there with a bunch of 22-year-olds. And I'm like, well, I've been working in higher ed for about five years already. And I know most of these concepts and things because this is what I do for my work. And they're like, oh, huh? We're like, hey, hey, hey. Also, you're the, you're the old bitch. The oldest. The elder statesman. The big, the, the oh. big bitch in charge, apparently, with all the children. I said, this is crazy. How the fuck? That's the thing about online learning is that you have to identify what the standard of work is that yeah, that's the hard part feel your way through the dark on some of this mm -hmm. shit because it's like you don't have and the only thing that helped me in this particular class is because it was a regular in-person class so we got to ask the questions to a real life human to be like girl what the mm -hmm. fuck like what are we mm -hmm. looking for and i knew i knew the day she used my posting 
as an example in the class that I had, I, I fucked up. I, I came in too yeah. hot. I had a professor use my paper as like her, like, this is what I want it to look like. Mm. And she obviously took like my name and stuff off of it. Right. But like, nothing makes you feel like more of a better bitch. <laughs> than when she's like, when somebody's like, this. This, this is this is this, it. This is what the fuck I've been talking about. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. Y'all keep putting that bullshit up here. But if you look at this, this is the this, standard. This is the standard. Everybody needs to do this. And I'm just yeah. sitting in the class like, damn. I said, who's is that? Who is mine? You stupid motherfucker. Another class. <laughs> Oh, that'd be the funniest shit, though. I think I, I think that happened to me before. Like my, I remember my English professor, my first semester of undergrad, and mm -hmm. she used because I didn't speak that much in that class. It was like a mm -hmm. nine thirty class. I'm like, honey, I am in here because the, I set this schedule when eight o'clock was still like a high school eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. College eight o'clock is different. That, that summer, is like five a.m. Yeah, I, this is we are. It is midnight. Like, yeah. what the fuck are we doing in here? So I didn't speak very much in that class, but I'm I'm a good writer. If you can't tell, because we have a podcast, we're both good orators. So naturally, we're good writers, right? And that also that also doesn't work for everybody, but whatever, right? So I write very well. She's very impressed with my writing. She's like, she would leave me notes on there, like you should speak more in class mm -hmm. or whatever. But when she pulled out that paper, it was like this: the Jenna Saquon. This 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 is the standard children. <laughs> like, you see how they they this this person i don't know if they're in the room but this person when i said apa format this is what the fuck i meant do you see this these margins the, you've the, always the been letter. a great writer I've, yeah I've, so much so that i remember freshman year the goddamn were you in my class freshman year mm -mm. Oh, okay mm -hmm. well i remember freshman year i wrote a paper our first like assignment due Mm -hmm. the, the teacher pulls me to the side and she's like who helped you with this and I'm like bitch no one uh I wrote it my really like mm -hmm. and she was like are you sure I'm like yes I'm fucking sure I'm like have you not like did you not get the the test placements from eighth grade before I got <laughs> to this bitch like I don't think they look at that shit they don't they don't but my thing is if if this is like in our high school had honors classes mm -hmm. so if you came in on some college prep shit at our high school that means you you regular regular mm -hmm. honors meant these niggas these are the, this is the future these mm -hmm. niggas you gotta these are the ones that you hold to a higher standard i'm in an honors class freshman year wrote a paper it wasn't very involved or very long it was probably like three pages of bullshit mm -hmm. put together and submitted and she was like this is really good basically but didn't believe i wrote it myself i'm like bitch do you not see the state? Like everybody who's in this classroom with me, we're friends because we all went through fucking middle mm -hmm. school being the egghead kids. Like, get mm -hmm. the fuck out of it. So that pissed me off as like a, a ninth grader. And that was a really rough time of my life as like a yeah. transition to high school person. And, 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 you know, I always, I always do that. I look back and I think that that particular, I, like, I have no problems with that teacher. Like, actually, she's a cool person as mm -hmm. a whole, but I think she saw what I was going through. 
in high school, especially freshman year, and saw my name show up on one of those lists of like, these kids had a rough time over the <laughs> Here's some wish list shit. And uh-huh. I think she literally bought me everything that was on my wish list. I had a new fucking code, a fucking CD player with anti-skip. Mm-hmm. Oh, good headphones, you know. So I was like, I think this was her. She cool, but I was I was just I was well, that was her kind of you know covering up her guilt over fucking yeah. calling you a damn yeah. cheater cheater pumpkin eater. Hello, I'm like, honey, no, the fuck, like I'm probably one of the best writers you've gotten this bitch. You better appreciate mm-hmm. me while I'm fucking here. Maybe it was sophomore year. It doesn't. No, it was freshman year. Yeah, I was in the other the other class with um shoulder pads. I don't know. I don't oh. remember what she looked like. I remember there, um, there was a lady that was just stuck in the 80s. She, I don't remember what she looked like. Um, but I do remember, like, I don't remember anything mm. from that class. I don't remember a thing. <laughs> like, and I don't know if it's just like I'm old and like my I don't want to say I'm old, but like oh. I am just getting older and like my memory is shot. But like I just remember being in the class and just being there. Yeah. Which I am good at just being in places You're and not very being present. Um <laughs> people usually have the shape was you there? Yeah, I was actually. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm very good at just kind of like being in the background and just kind of and not necessarily being a memorable human, mm. you know. So I just, I think about some classes in high school where I was like, was I, like, I know I have a memory of being there, but like, what was done? Yeah. What was said? I, I, you know what I remember? I remember who I sat next to. Like, I remember who was in like my vicinity. Right. Cause that's and what, and how that may have influenced my ability to be present or not. Mm. Like I remember like social studies and I remember English and I remember like science. My science class was off the fucking chain. Freshman year? Yeah, it was when I say it was packed, it was we it was stacked. So we had what did we take freshman year? Was it like um physical science, like earth science type job? I think it was, yeah, where elements and and I had that weird guy. I had a really weird guy. No, I think, yeah, because I remember I think we took, oh, now we're now we're, sorry guys for this podcast. We're going down <laughs> deep memory lane. Yeah. But no, I think we took chemistry together and I think that was sophomore junior. Biology. Class. I remember biology. We took biology because I remember that class. That was ugh. Another like off the chain class. Yeah, it, but the thing about it, it wasn't. It was that was like that was like personal mess. Like yeah, it's no, no. <laughs> a, a lot going on that year. We oh my god, that class. I said some. I said some mean things about people in that class. Like later mm-hmm. that, like when we were in like college in between Older. summers and being being mm-hmm. like girl. That was not nice. That was not nice. That was like junior. Let's not, let's not incriminate ourselves. Yeah, let's let's get out of this hole quickly. Um, so we did do a friends little thing. I just want to mention yeah. that for the next five goddamn months, we it's are like on, a birthday. We are on lockdown. Mom. A birthday a month. 
-hmm. every month. This is our this is our this is our busy season. Yeah, it's until the summer. Next one is just like till you know July ish. We're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. We get like a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it it would come earlier because you typically are like, yeah, I don't even need my birthday. So <laughs> typically, we towards the end of June, we're like, oh god, uh -huh. yeah, oh, break. And then then we kick back up again. It's like, okay, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Oh my god. Yeah, we're busy. We're busy every month. I mean, we try to get, we make it a point to get together every month, but now the birthdays are happening. So this month we did a little Michelin star dining. Um, Can we talk about just... I love food. Food be so good. <laughs> so, And it really does wonders for your mood. It really does. It, it will bring you out of a dark place. There's mm -hmm. a couple of things I want to hit on. Um, because why not, right? So we went to a lovely spot in um, Cherry Hill mm -hmm. that has uh, soup. Uh, it's dim sum, basically. Soup dumplings. Soup dumplings. You can get whatever, whatever, noodles, yada, mm -hmm. yada, yada. We decided that we were just going to get a bunch of shit and we'll just share as a table. Mm -hmm. When I tell you these people just kept bringing food and bringing food and bringing food. And then, get, and then we get the bill. Mm-hmm. Less than two hundred dollars for six people. The bill was the bill was nice. Yeah, the bill was nice. I f I felt like it was affordable for the food to be as good as it was, and to for the service to be as good as it was. You know, you you know, Some people be doing too much. Now they mm -hmm. don't have alcoholic beverages there or anything. Like that's that. okay, and that's fine. So instead, we were like, oh, you know, we're having such a grand time, friends. Mm -hmm. Let's just go over to the Cheesecake Factory. And have mm -hmm. a drink and maybe a slice of cheesecake. That was nice. Now, me getting dragged all afternoon aside, when that bill <laughs> came. That was like $200. That was, it was more than the goddamn feast we had over the way. Yeah. And and that, and that to me is like, what, what we, what, what would we be paying for, right? What what are we really paying for? I had one drink and it was 16 American dollars for that one drink. Bring me water. It's like, like, and first of all, Cheesecake Factory don't even be having no ambiance because already 47 people waiting to be sat in that bitch at, at any, it don't matter when you go to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> just, There's always a thousand people waiting. Just standing and looking. I don't even think they give you, remember you get the little buzz thing that used to vibrate when it was. No, hard. they don't do that. Sh well, they'll send you a text. It, it, yeah, they send, they send texts now, but like. They don't. That's why they don't take fucking reservations. Cause it just be listen. The people coming. Yeah, like we no, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. The way we had to like stalk the bar table, the bar, yeah, and then <laughs> steal chairs to be like, okay, we have a spot. And as soon as we were wrapping up, the ladies were like, oh, they're leaving. Well, cause I had saw them like lurking, and I was yeah. like, oh, they want the table. Mm -hmm. Um. And we were we were pretty much done. Anyway. Yeah, but it's like, damn, bitch, let me put on my coat before you're like, oh, we're gonna, we're just gonna. <laughs> God damn! I mean, we did the exact same thing. I mean, yes, <laughs> but it's different when it, you're you're the victim of getting the fuck up out of here. Yeah, get move. But I it's mean, a good time. Being it was, with friends is a good time. Yeah, being with friends is a good time. Of, of course, we still get looked at as if we're fucking unicorns because they're. Mm -hmm. Six of six of us who have, you know, basically been friends since we were in high school and college throughout some type of whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah, I have my we birthday. We all kind of grow up. To, we all became women together. Yeah, but. and I think for us to uh, like maintain friendships for that awkward period, because women can be catty, we can be petty. Yeah. But I do feel like you still have to have like that strong like sister circle to make sure that mm -hmm. you can bounce the like, and that's what we do. We bounce the each other, whether it's like mm -hmm. personal issues, career, um, my days going very well, or my days really shitty, or am I crazy because this is what happened? Like, and you know you're gonna get like sound actual words from these people. It's not like you're just going on fucking Reddit and being like. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happened and getting a bunch of strangers from the internet on your shit i think of my friends as like and when i say my friends y'all like i think of y'all as like um like rational thinking like people and so while we can be dramatic and extra and all of those things we can do all of those things we can also like be rational and be real with each other which i can appreciate because you know y'all let me know i ain't crazy because sometimes i need to know that i am not fucking losing my mind and that's real. um or when you know somebody got me fucked up y'all y'all have you know definitely have confirmed if somebody has it's a meeting yeah, that's fucked up <laughs> but like sometimes like it, it takes me taking a step back and I forget that y'all are y'all are regular people and um I, I think about it a lot and I'm so grateful that I have people in my life that like know me through all of the stages you know middle school high school college you know career woman regular woman you know living life in 30 you know motherhood relationships all that kind of stuff so right. i appreciate y'all like um like hard key low key and uh while over the holidays i believe this story went viral um about the oh. friends so there's a story that was viral on TikTok, and then there's the actual story that Latoya, you know, so graciously found. And either, even if it's bullshit or not, I think it's a conversation. Yeah, it's a conversation. Absolutely. So my buddy is getting married to a girl that our friend group is not in love with. He loves her though, so we support him. We have known for months this was a New Year's Eve wedding. I RSVP'd yes months ago with my wife. Several friends and I operated under the assumption that there would be booze at the wedding, especially considering it's on New Year's Eve. Well, I found out yesterday that it is a dry wedding. Turns out it is because of his fiance and her family. I asked my wife if she knew this and she said no and was pissed. I texted the groom and asked and he confirmed. I told him this is something you should have told us a long time ago. I told him and that my wife and I wouldn't be going. We want to spend the night drinking. Um, I texted the rest of my friends this, and oh boy, the group chat went off. This led to several more people backing out. That is not how a bunch of us wanted to spend New Year's Eve. Really, the only ones that didn't back out are the four members of our 12-person group that are in the they're, wedding. Yeah, they're in the wedding, so they can't like not go. So essentially, who's the asshole yes. um, for 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 not going to this New Year's Eve wedding that's dry? And this is a 33 year old uh, man 
that initially posted it. So it's not like they're 21. I think this person is an, a terrible friend. I think they're a terrible friend and a big stinky piece of just asshole shit. I don't like that at all. I think that that's, that's the, the, who? So I feel like this was framed in a way, right? To say mm -hmm. as an excuse, in my opinion, right? Two things. One, to not go. To not go because one, uh, we don't really like his like mm -hmm. fiance. And so you're, you're going to use the, oh, we can't drink as an mm -hmm. excuse to not go. And then on the flip side, it's like, how flimsy are you if this is your friend and that's their, their wedding, that's what they want for you to be like, ah, fuck this. Me and mine ain't going to be there because you ain't got no liquor. There are ways around that. You that's can, crazy. It, it's insane. It's insane because my thing is, is that, and these clearly have to be like some Caucasians because I've never heard of any, like, because black people, we're going to, what we're going to do is like, oh, it's a dry wedding. Well, I'm going to just get my bottle out the car. Mm-hmm drink a, yeah you know, hit me a little roadie or a couple of shocks out there if, if if drinking is that so you know important to you is it the fact that it's new year's eve and it's a big drinking holiday and be. we have to be drunk on new year's eve i listen maybe when i was 23 i was like mm -hmm. oh we gotta get fucked up because we gotta bring in the new year and it's a party and yada mm -hmm. yada yada i mean i guess there is the expectation that since we are at like a wedding with a reception and you know yada 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 that there would be some type at least cocktail hour or something but if that's what they don't want then that's what you, they ain't gonna you ain't gonna get it everybody doesn't every you know y'all know that there are weddings that exist where they there are no there is no alcohol right <laughs> well it's expensive to stock a it's fucking expensive. bar <laughs> i love i love these kinds of things because it's so interesting how other people would like to dictate your day <sighs> it is not your wedding y'all have all of the right to say no i'm not coming but that still makes you a shitty friend yes my thing is so this was posted probably around he posted this online on reddit on december 27th so it's mm. probably that we're in between probably on the 25th 26th you're having that conversation maybe a week i'll you maybe a week before you decide mm -hmm. to put it on reddit that this actually occurred so less than two weeks before the actual wedding and ceremony you're like oh fuck this and the horse you rode in on i'm not coming that's so messed up i think that's so fucked up because and I guess, and I guess the groom can say, you know, I get it, y'all. But still, it's like it's my wedding. Yeah, like I it's my I just, wedding. I, as the as the groom, I would not try to acquiesce and like make you feel less no. shitty about backing out from my fucking no. wedding ceremony. Um, no, they don't allow smoking indoors, but people still go out to their car and do it. And and that's how to figure it out. out. Like if you if you have if, to be drunk, if you have to be drunk, but like. Is the party going till midnight? Can, can you just stay for a few hours and leave early and be like, yo, we got to hit this spot at like 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Like, what time is the wedding, Jesus? Because if the wedding is in like the evening and the ceremony, the wedding ceremonies ain't but two mm -hmm. minutes of talking, right? It's all that, you know, black people step side, step side. We got to shuffle down the fucking aisle and wait for the, a party of 15 to go through before they finally bring in the, the wife or, or the, the, you know, the, the woman and shit. But the actual speaking spot is 
15 goddamn minutes. That means from the wedding to the reception, you stay at the reception for two hours, get your meal, hit a little cha-cha slide, and slide your ass right out the door if it's so important that you have to be drunk. Go home. I think you're right in that they just did not want to go and weren't excited about it and use this as an excuse to not show up and be That's shitty it? friends. Exactly. Um, so why even mention that y'all don't like the woman that much? You ain't the one that got a fucker. Because that doesn't matter. Yeah. You you ain't the one that got a, you don't, that's not your wife. You have a wife. And your wife is so upset that it's, it's, it's dry. Like. Are you alcoholic? The, the entitlement for me it, it that's really the 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 bitch here is the entitlement of it all thinking that it's okay to dictate what other people do at their fucking wedding that they're paying for y'all i i get so frustrated when i hear stuff like this because like do people not understand that weddings are not just this like free party um, where you can wear your pretty dress and put on your pretty makeup and like eat and drink away, you know, like it takes years of planning and coordinating and money and dollars and ducats and cents <laughs> to make these things happen. And for, and like, my thing is if y'all don't like this girl, so the point of where you know, I don't really want to go anyway. Give your spot to somebody who wants to be there and supports this couple. Or like if they, you know, people be sending out wedding save the dates and invites. At least some people send that shit out a year in advance. I don't have to tell months, you shit. Nine okay? months. About like, a cash card or nothing. Exactly. But you had, you could, if y'all are really good friends or what the fuck ever in the friend group, you could ask, hey, bro. How's the planning going? How's the planning mm. going? What are y'all doing for food? Like, are we doing Who chicken? There, and then you just casually slide in there. Cash bar? No bar. bar open bar? No bar? What? What's it? What's the, what's and that's the okay. And that's fine. You do not have to be drunk to have. Well, shit. Maybe you do have to be drunk to have a good time. But that's just a shitty friend. Now I couldn't imagine me being like, "Yeah, I'm not coming because you ain't got no liquor, nigga." I'm a real bitch. I'm gonna have a shit in the car. What an awful friend. I think that's so that's so shitty. And for his wife to be like, yeah, we ain't going. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that was so childish. And so yeah, y'all are the assholes. Absolutely. 100%. Stay in line with this. So you mentioned that this was actually a video that went viral on TikTok mm -hmm. from the story. So I actually saw, you know, because everything gets to Twitter and like, half a business day from tiktok somebody mm -hmm. posted it on um twitter and was like you know I, they they basically agree with the girl saying like oh it's a dry wedding we shouldn't like you shouldn't have to go yada mm -hmm. yada so basically this was an yeah you don't have to go but you're still shitty you're still shitty so the influencer was this lady and it looked like she was uh using one of those fucking curl your hair wand thingamabobbers that oh, are like yeah 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 whatever yeah, yeah. it may be and so I watched the video and as she's telling the story, I was like, this definitely sounded like that TikTok, uh, TikTok, that Reddit story I read. I literally read it like the day before. And I was like, this sounds just like that, just from a female perspective or whatever. And I was like, the things you do for clout, like we can't even be original in the content creation. I, I this is my, this is why I have a hard time with tiktok in particular because like i don't be in, on reddit so like unless unless i'm told to go over there right like i don't necessarily be on reddit regularly um 
do I go to Reddit to make sure I'm not crazy about some stuff? Sometimes. I can't, Reddit has I, I great advice about random fucking things if you I don't know that. something. Like, say if you put in for your passport and it wasn't going to come back by the time you needed to travel internationally. Where, who are you going to ask these things? I don't know that fucking answer. If my name was Shay, I would just go on Reddit and they've got her a viable fucking answer. <laughs> in her <laughs> that worked. In that a sounded robot. insane. <laughs> But I had nothing. I had when I say I had nothing to lose, but all of my money. <laughs> nothing to fucking lose. So yeah, Reddit has like definitely um because I feel like people are real over there in the Reddit comments mm-hmm. most of the time. Like people ain't no bullshit over there. Yeah, they don't say how it is. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like it's like w- the stuff that we consume, like on a regular basis between TikTok, Instagram, X, Twitter, Facebook, you know, all of the the the, the places. Um, even like Snapchat. I was over on Snapchat the other day because just have you been on Snapchat? I use it for a group chat with like some old co-workers, but yeah. It's I, so ugh. it's like what is an advertisement? What is real content? Like it's so like bl- and I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't skip this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you skip through stories. You can't skip stories over there because it's an ad. What the fuck is this? Yeah, no, no fun. And it's like, I don't know. I was thinking about, I was watching a video about, I guess, the the girls, the little kids being in Sephora. Okay. Um, and just how they're like taking up space and they, you know, trying everything and, you know, they just doing too much in Sephora. And the girl was like, yeah, because they are so overwhelmed with content that they gravitate more towards the adult content. And when we were children, we only consumed, well, for the most part, outside of like New York undercover and shit like that. We only consumed like age appropriate for the most part stuff. content. And, you know, we may watch stories, but we weren't necessarily like reading adult magazines. And like to me as a kid, people was not interesting to me. I didn't want to read that shit. I read the soap opera digest. Like, I, wanted, is... I, I was a scholastic that, the, the little scholastic with the puzzles and shit inside. Yes. <laughs> That's the highlights book. Highlights. Like, That's what it was. Highlights. Yeah, oh like, my god, I love getting a good highlights book. That was the kind of shit we consumed. But there was like, I guess if we did consume adult shit, there were like parameters in that because like, you know, we can't watch Bold and the Beautiful every fucking day because we at school. I'm at yeah. school. But if yeah. I got a snow day, turn that shit on. What happened last time? You know? <laughs> but like we c- like kids today don't necessarily have that. They don't have that like box that buffer or that that bubble. Yeah. So they consume every. They're overwhelmed with like everything, and yeah. so they of course they're in Sephora because that's because, what the TikTok lady does. She because goes, that's what they're doing on TikTok, and I was just like, are we like, like what does that mean? For us, and I guess that goes back to us talking about like COVID and those three right. years. Yeah, so you know? that was in the production meeting because mm-hmm. it's, it's it is because there is a generation of people right now who had to who are growing up with with computers and internet access. Right, mm-hmm. we we didn't grow up with those things. Like those things were very like 
new. Gradually introduced to us. Yeah, they were introduced after we were like here for a while. Mm -hmm. Like we were on the rock yeah. a little bit before they were like, oh, dial up internet. And then, you know, mm -hmm. we kind of get a taste of the social media stuff with like MySpace. Mm -hmm. Low-key MySpace, MySpace had us fucking coding and shit. We were fucking mm -hmm. computer scientists. Well, we also grew up in a time where it wasn't, it wasn't, it was normal to not have a personal computer in your home. Right. Like, <laughs> Like yeah, it like wasn't no, unusual. Right. It wasn't a, like, oh, I'm going to be online for this. Or we didn't grow up having access to the internet in a pocket, mm -hmm. being mm -hmm. our cell phones or something like that. Yeah. It cost us a dime a text to send and receive. Yeah. So we weren't doing that shit either. And that was when we were in high school. So they grow up in this age of like having everything. And what we were talking about earlier is that they have everything. They have access to all this stuff. But the basic shit of using these machines and stuff, they don't know how to do they don't know and i wonder and that's and that brings us to this whole ai conversation mm -hmm. is because do they have to know how to do those things because i think i know that ai is not necessarily all bad for us like i have an awareness of that um and just incorporating like chat gpt and all those other kind of things into your workflow and work day and i know tech people have like a vast different like there's a different appreciation for the like that kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh, I don't necessarily work in tech so I don't need to that's not a part of my daily life right right so I feel like so when when you're talking to like a 19 year old who's having trouble like converting something from word to pdf or like saving a pdf or opening a pdf my thing is like all right so like what do y'all know what do you do? What like, do you know? Because if ChatGPT goes down tomorrow, like, what, what you got for me? So, from, like, several different perspectives, right, with the whole use of AI, right? So, technology, education has to keep up with technology, right? We're, we all know I work in the higher ed field. Mm -hmm. And something that was introduced when we were in college was, like, turnitin.com. So that yeah. way you had record of like different papers that were being mm -hmm. turned in across the university, across the country, mm -hmm. have a database of like, oh no, this may have been plagiarized because this, that, and the third, or this is a recycled paper because it's a hundred percent the same as this other one that we have in the system, which yeah. my line sister actually got flagged on in college because I was like, girl, I did this paper and I gave it to her. And she, well, cause she didn't tell me that her ass was used to turn it in. <laughs> And I was like, well, girl, I could have asked you out. Like, at least change some shit around. Like, yes. yeah, the information is going to be the same regardless, but the writing style and verbatim word usage, oh, you just turned, you literally turned in my work. Mm -hmm. But anywho, so operating under that, guys, and like these students, because it becomes that debate of like, is chat GBT is going to, is that, is something like that going to make people lazy, right? Um, I think so. I, I agree because I have students that I work with. I'm not a professor, even though I probably could teach, but I, mm, that after grades were posted for the fall term, they all up in HS, like, I don't understand how I failed this class. I don't understand how I got a D, yada, yada, so on and so forth. And, the you know, I have to go through the proper channels. I can't advocate on your behalf per se, but these are the steps you have to take to challenge a grade. Some student copied me on the email to the professor or the email, the professor emailed me and was like, girl, 
<laughs> that paper was flagged 90% AI generated. And I was like, wow. You know, oh, so I, turn it in can search for AI. Turn it in has been upgraded, bitch. It oh. has the AI feature. The college has to pay extra for it, but I think it's worth every penny because I think so too. The number I think I put in the group chat, like one a function of my job is reviewing a financial aid appeals. So if a student came to the college, fucked up real bad wasn't persistent persistent in their college um in their in their courses they can appeal to have their financial aid reinstated it has to go through a process mm -hmm. i showed y'all one of these goddamn letters that students sent in with this stuff and i was like what type of ai generated bullshit it, it for a student you mean to tell me like student, know. you have a point zero one gpa or some something ridiculous mm -hmm. where of all the classes you've taken at this institution you got one d and it just it's a mm -hmm. 0 0.08 GPA overall that if this was the type of work you were turning in in these courses, you wouldn't have failed. So get off the chat GPT bullshit and figure out like your critical thinking skills. Again, I agree with you. People who work in tech, engineers, computer mm -hmm. sciences, I think chat GPT and things like it is very helpful because it can run code and write code for you as a very long and tedious process. I get it. But when it comes to like, okay, I need to establish some critical thinking skills and actually put words to paper that makes sense. Like, I feel like you can use a chat GPT for sparking ideas. Sparking ideas, 100%. You can use it be like, well, I need to know a little bit more about this so I can understand it more before I write about it. But if yeah. you're turning in a paper to like a course that is not a science math class, or something of the like, baby, we, you need to figure it the fuck out. Also, like, I feel like, all right, there, like I said, I don't think it's all bad. And I agree that there are fields in which this is beneficial, but like, you need to know how to do it right first before we are telling other people to do it for us. So if we're just not good writers like an AI does all the writing for us that that becomes the bar that becomes the standard eventually and we just don't know how to write anymore we just don't know how to think for ourselves anymore we just don't know how to be creative anymore like I get like jogging ideas and brainstorming and those things but like do we need a machine to tell us how to be creative like do we need things to tell us like how to handle like stressful situations like when is that where do we rely on ourselves as opposed to yeah. like these 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 apps and these machines and these computers to do things for us and and maybe we are of a different generation to where we don't necessarily get it no no but like i can understand being like a teacher or working at a school during this day and age where the, people are just like asking Alexa and asking AI to like the word. handle these things for them and then when we wake up and these people have like bullshitted their way through like medical school and like law school and nursing school and they become like real life working people members of society Listen. we get people like fucking Dr. Death <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Yeah, who's like, and that guy, I think there's a show on um, on Hulu or something or mm -hmm. Peacock about it, but it was a podcast about this physician who basically bullshit is his, like he, he is he a physician? Yes. He's a doctor. I mean, he that has the credentials. He right. has the credentials. 
But did he bullshit his way from undergrad into medical school? Yes. He hairs on his chinny chin chin <laughs> barely made it through. And when they went back and they talked to his some of his professors, they was like, man, that guy's awful. That guy, I'm surprised he passed. You know, like right. everybody had like the same kind of sentiments. And it was like, yeah, everybody feels that way in hindsight. But like this man had killed people. He was working on people. He was mm -hmm. in practice. Mm -hmm. And like, and that's my thing is that, and maybe I, and maybe this is my shit in terms of like, I feel like we need to be harder on kids and we need to like be more direct with them and like reducing the reliance on like devices and things like that but I also get that we grew up at a time where like kids get iPads first and you know like that's just what it is Yeah, I, I get it I get it like kids in my family can't have dinner without their iPad or you know can't go to the restaurant without their iPad because we need something to distract them before mm -hmm. they you know start freaking the fuck out so I, I mean I get it but like at, are we ever going to be able to separate from that standard? So, like, I think I, I look at, at Barb, right? Barb has a, a kid, mm -hmm. and the way she limits his access is probably the standard, right? That you have to, okay. like, you know, that parents have to do what now like you have to limit their access to certain like to their devices like mm -hmm. you, you got an hour of ipad time today you have an mm -hmm. hour of switch or whatever you know mm -hmm. system you use like if you do well in school then you can earn more time on these things or whatever okay. it may be right so i think that's what i think that's the big caveat is like especially being like a parent of a young like this generation of kids that are about to be coming up or like that we're in it's like you have to have limitations with certain things and then you still have to have the wherewithal to try to incorporate some of those things that you had growing up so yeah everybody loves to go a little play date we didn't call them play dates when we were little it's just your cousins coming over and you just yeah. went outside you figured the fuck out <laughs> you know we're going outside we are going outside so now we just call them, you know, their play dates, you know, little Johnny and, and Tom Tom down at the school. Mm -hmm. Their parents are like, hey, our kids are good together. Like they like hanging out. Let's let's have a play date for Saturday or whatever it may be. But you have to, you know, kind of like like you said, be forceful in that mm -hmm. in that way where you have to like intentionally implement mm -hmm. those type of things. Um, I think one of my favorite activities as a kid growing up is that I, I love a good book. Oh, yeah. give me! Like, I am. I entertained myself a lot as a yeah. child. So, like, I, I have a hard time, like, understanding, like, why? And and my and my parents thought I watched too much TV, and I felt mm -hmm. like I was like outside. I was inside. I was reading. I was doing a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah. also while entertaining myself because I was the oldest kid, you know, and right. I didn't really have nobody to play with in terms of like you know sister friends or you know anything yeah. like that you know my brothers really wanted to engage in school for but so long <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm like out assignments and paperwork right <laughs> oh shit them lunch farms big shit. I was signing my name on my mom's name on that shit so I was like third grade yeah but like I I 
and and again, I don't have children, so I, I this could be bullshit to me. It could be in, bullshit. This is many years. <laughs> it could be bullshit. I don't know. We I can relax. Maybe it's yeah, a lot I, easier to be like, here's the fucking iPad, than to go ahead and be like, we setting up playdates and giving you books. And I get that. I I understand why kids are like, because it's it's easier for me as an adult. Like I have a a decent library, but I also like don't have time to be sitting down with a book it takes it, you have to be intentional <laughs> you, know, you have like, to be intentional with, with shit like that I don't know but I will say I do I don't appreciate know. like within our friend like even when like when we go out as a group and it's six of us there's a lot of fucking people first mm -hmm. of all six of us none of us are like overly on our fucking cellular devices like we all have mm -hmm. lives and people outside of like being in that space in that moment but we do try i'd like naturally try to be mm -hmm. intentional of being like i'm not going to be on my phone if we're in this mm -hmm. space together um which i think and that that's from the the adult standpoint of like growing like now that mm -hmm. we're in the space where like ipads and laptops and phones and this and that are so just like regular standard things I personally hate when I go out and see people that are just like sitting at a table and they're both like face and phone. Mm -hmm. Like, why are y'all not in this moment? Like, I, if yeah. you're looking like, you know, back when COVID was COVID, like COVID in, right? <laughs> um, and all the menus are on your phone. Mm -hmm. I get it. We got to scan this little code. Okay, sure. Yeah. But like now it's like things are, you know, this far since the normal that we have because people still getting that COVID, honey. Um, I, I, I like, I feel like I've discovered recently that I have a very unhealthy attachment to like scrolling um oh yeah I definitely do and I always felt like I had like good like like a balance you know I felt like I always had good balance but like and and do I be like what am I looking what am I really looking at I'm really looking, looking at food and like perfume and like vacation like that's what i'm looking at right. like no, i think it's the never in the fact that there's no end to the scrolling right you yes. can't get to the bottom of the page and be like oh this is all yes. we have no it's it's then it then the algorithm is going to pick up mm -hmm. of like what you're watching entirely versus yeah. what you're like just really just swiping through and this is like now that reels and tiktoks mm -hmm. are like the standard yeah i do that shit with youtube because i go on youtube yeah. like oh let me get some tips and tricks for this game i'm playing and next thing you know my whole damn reel or shorts they call them shorts on youtube yeah. <laughs> it's just full of the of this content. And of course, I'm going to consume it because I'm in the middle of playing this game. And then it's like, oh, football season. You like the Eagles. Here's mm -hmm. all this Eagle shit. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to watch it. But then I'm like, an hour away, I'm like, girl. What have I done? Put this goddamn <laughs> phone down. We There are dishes to be, something's up. We got to get clean. Like, so I'm trying to, like, and I get it because I, I can't sit up here and criticize the children, you know, and, <laughs> and I'm doing the exact same thing. Um, because again, again, I'm not necessarily, I, I feel like in maybe in my head, because I'm not like consuming like the shade room and the neighborhood talk and like that kind of content and, you know, the baddie shit, I'm not consuming like that negative stuff. And I'm only consuming like recipes and babies and cute little doggies and yeah. that it's still like, I'm not as bad as but it's still like but it's still like the attachment to like the man, device we got nothing else to do i might as well do this but it's like no we can i could find about goddamn <laughs> things you could do something that's not this and 
I I like I don't know. And then that's what I've been getting away from. So I'm trying to get out of the scrolling bag. I like I mm -hmm. I have my attachment to my video game right now. This goddamn mm -hmm. Hogwarts Legacy. Mm -hmm. It's kicking my well, that's ass. Productive, I think. I mean, I I and I think it, it is a way to like detach from the normalcy mm -hmm. of like work, sleep, mm -hmm. eating shit do it again mm -hmm. every day so i like using that as like a uh you know a pivot from that i'm not mm -hmm. totally consumed with watching my cat videos and my bullshit on mm -hmm. the internet for a couple of hours but yeah i mean i don't know like how I, i've her? been trying to to do that yeah what you're doing with your video games i'm trying to figure out what my thing is though yeah i'm like it's a little bit of a hobby type situation I, i'm getting into my bag with my journalist stuff what i'm trying and i've been working out Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, a big, a big spin down on this floor, huffing and puffing. Okay, mm -hmm. huffing and puffing, and just mad about it. But I've been mm -hmm. doing that, so I'm trying to get back into the swing of being like, okay, let's 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 get a routine. routine. Like, even though it's like, oh, the fun stuff or whatever it may be, but I need to like set things like, okay, these are the things that mm -hmm. we are doing and whatnot because i'm trying to find more balance with my routine in life i don't like i don't i'm not that i'm wasting time but i don't like the idea of wasted time with like with the fucking never ending scrolling and bullshit like that like i could i could i could have spent that hour scrolling i could have spent an hour reading a goddamn book yeah i think about that a lot because when apple started giving you the screen time report at the end of the week Ooh, boy y'all people crumbs I, I don't think my phone does that it, it could but i i don't want to know it's like i and, and especially i mean i have to understand that i do a lot of like work stuff on my cell phone too so that that probably has a lot to do with it but when you like look at the numbers and it's like what the fuck was i doing for like eight hours on tuesday like what was i doing <laughs> Why is that such a thing? Oh, but no. those, I guess those every like 30 minutes, you know, moments when you kind of get lost into the, the nonsense of your cell phone adds up throughout the day. Right. I, I and just looking at the numbers, just be like, oh, my God, this is unhealthy. <laughs> I need to because my phone will give me like a. um, Like when I like as far as like my battery usage it'll be like okay you had like your screen on time but it won't be like like oh my god like you, mm -hmm. you use your phone yada 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 which i think mm -hmm. i'm kind of thankful for i'm not mad that uh android ain't bite that from apple no thanks i think i can turn it off i'm sure i can turn it off but i feel like i need to have some sort of accountability in my life yeah <laughs> you know aside from my man grabbing my phone and like throwing it across the room because he does that if if he feels like i'm not like it's completely in the room completely present like or like we're just kind of like relaxing at the end of the day and like i am like lost into the lasagna rolls that this lady's <laughs> making he'll like just like take it and like and do one of these and i'm like okay you're right like i don't need to be looking at that that's How not pressing. Doing? hey <laughs> forgot you were here too yeah, that's not pressing right now, yeah so. I'm, well i don't have that security system feature at my place because i'm in here alone mm -hmm. but yeah i try to make the most most of what i got so it is what it is god bless it's god tough bless. out in these streets mm -hmm. um I don't know what this generation of students or what this generation of what the fuck we about to get going to look like, especially in the world of Quizlet and chat GPT. Mm -hmm. 
What is Quizlet? What does that do? Oh my God. Quizlet is the biggest. Quizlet, I learned about when I was still working at the high school, but it has evolved, mm -hmm. honey. Quizlet literally will give you. So, you know, those standard books we would get in high school, like this is the math book okay. and this is the science book. Mm -hmm. It will literally say, okay, lesson one, chapter, whatever, chapter one, lesson mm -hmm. five. The quiz on that page or the homework for that chapter. Here's what it is. And these are the answers. It literally verbatim oh. gives you the answers to this stuff so it's like for it, it's really big with like math and science mm -hmm. because those are like you can't come up with any other shit like mm -hmm. this this is those it are the answer. yeah but so if it's like a multiple choice thing for like an english class and it's in the book yeah it's literally up like you can go download that they have these oh. they have these websites it's like do my homework.net that these people who probably live in another country are like, mm -hmm. if you need a three page paper written about a certain topic, I can do it in three hours. This is how much my rate is. Yada, yada, yada. And That's they will legit send you and you tell them what format, all the stuff. And they will legit send you a paper written exactly how you want it for a fee. I, wow. I mean, good for the business owners. <laughs> Just yeah, like it's a good I, idea. For, like if you're good at that, then why not make money off of it? But also, like again, this is the, our future. Like the hairdressers. Yeah, and accountant. I'm not sure if it's just because I encounter most of the students. Like in my role in my job, I encounter I encounter most of the students who aren't mm -hmm. doing well. But it, girl, it is it's a real dismal view of the world when you're dealing with the ones that are just not doing great. Mm -hmm. Where I'm. <laughs> want to make it seem like you gotta do you gotta be exceptional you don't to be successful and that is also not necessarily true you can just do it regular and be, still be successful you can be absolutely average mm -hmm. absolutely and it's average. okay that's and fine that's okay. but, but if I you also don't try like, it's obvious listen i also feel like we need more electricians we need more plumbers we need people to go to trade school. We need more auto mechanics in the yeah. hood who have yeah. their license. Take your ass down to that school up the way that will let you use your financial aid for that. You don't, mm -hmm. you don't have to be up here taking these, like, because the worst question I get working in higher ed is like, well, what do I need this class for? And I'm like, I'm 100% honest with, with students. It's like, listen, you're going to need 120 plus credits for an undergraduate degree. Only about 60 of those credits, half of that degree is going to be shit that you actually want to, that your major is going to be about. The other half of it is going to be a bunch of bullshit that just goes into making a goddamn degree. What's the, the caveat of coming to the school where I work, because I work at a two-year institution, is that you're going to get most of the bullshit out of the fucking way. Yeah. So by the time you get to junior year and you transfer on, you're taking the shit that you really give a fuck about. Mm -hmm. But oh, long yeah. story short, yes, you have to take art appreciation, no, I don't know why. It's on the list of things. You can choose something else from this list of things to take place of that class if you don't want to take this one in particular. But trust and believe, you're not going to get a fucking degree from us if you don't take anything from said category. Good day and God bless. But I also feel like there are benefits to taking taking these like obscure ass, stupid ass classes. I personally, I personally see the value in it. I see. I see. I. It makes sense to me. It, it makes does sense make sense to me. Because, but my thing is, I can't. I can't sell that to a student who is yeah. like, I want to be an engineer. Why do I have to take 
music. When I was 19, I was still like, what the fuck? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take intro to music to appreciation or whatever this shit We're the fuck, right? It's like, no, mm -hmm. you need to have a well-rounded education. You can't just... The, the, this is... Yeah. I'm, I always tell people, like, this is like this is a class that you go into a space and you're rubbing elbows with the people that you need something to talk about. Mm-hmm. True. You, you take world myths and legends for, for that bullshit mm -hmm. right there because you're like, mm -hmm. do, do you know about the Duffy? <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. most, do you know about the New Jersey Devil? Mm -hmm. There's a lot more than what you you know. Here's all these things. Mm -hmm. So I get it. I understand it. This is just I, how I this shit works. But if anthropology you was that class for me, what was it? Anthropology. Oh God. Because I was like, what the fuck? What this got to do with anything? What does have to do with anything? Apparently, it has a lot to do with a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> it's very foundational. It's like I took a uh, science of light and color because I just need a science what? of light and color. Oh yeah, I mean, if you think that Maybe class is a bullshit title, go down to Stockton University and look at their social uh, social science uh, choices. If you really want to hoot and holler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I invite you. Go, you can go around their website and just look at the bullshit they're offering. Policing Black America. Mm -hmm. it, bullshit. I've seen their their continuing education offerings, and I'm like, what? The the curriculum over there at Stockton is very, 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 very different from other places. And this, and try to transfer from that school to somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting credits for your fucking Harry Potter class. Absolutely fucking not. It's very, very, very different. I'm like, they got. I mean, is it interesting stuff? Yes. I mean, I would, I would love to take the Harry Potter class at Stockton University, but it, what if I leave Stockton University and they're like, oh, we need you to have x amount of credits in this particular field well i took harry potter that technically is a social science there uh bitch no we need psychology sociology human growth and development things like that you need something you need something with the foundation i'm not taking it. your your wayside wisp in the wind class it's a fucking social <laughs> science get the fuck out of here <laughs> They let oh their professors God. do what they let. They give their professors full autonomy to say. They really do. You know? I want to teach this. Who is the? I guess we need to meet the professor. That was like, yeah, we're going to do a whole Harry Potter class. Like, I really think they have like a, a Whitney Houston class, which I'm like, eh, I'm not yeah. bad at that. I mean, they're supposed. I mean, those classes are supposed to like use those things to like the, the teach fluff. a broader thing so but if we we in here just talking about hermione and ron and stuff oh boy. then like what what is this gonna how's this gonna help me on the next phase of oh i guess there it's every class doesn't have to know uh, we're, whatever it doesn't matter you know what <laughs> let's let's get the fuck out of here i think we're yeah. done thank you guys for listening yeah thanks for listening you can find us over at anchor.fm slash gcpod for all ways to listen to the podcast from the comfort of wherever wherever you are in the world if i spoke english that'd be great and follow us on the Instagram at the GC Pod. Send us some of the bullshit that you see and hear um, on the internet to us over there. Social justice in the Harry Potter world. That's what the class is called. See, the Harry Potter world is not a real world. So, like, whatever. What? <sighs> Have a great week, y'all. Bye. <laughs>